We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, batted around. It's taken by Luca. He hits! He hits! With a second to go as he hits the deck. Tie 115. It worked! It totally worked! 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played. And now 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history. Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Maps Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the Maps Step Back Podcast, Morning Coffee Edition. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at Dalton underscore Trigg. Uh, I'm going to be brief today because we haven't had, you know, any Mavs action in the last couple of days. Uh, they've gotten some much-needed rest uh, since Monday's uh, close win against the Detroit Pistons that, you know, Luka had to put up 53 points to enable them to <laughs> to come out with that win. Uh, they've needed every single bit of this rest that they've gotten, and uh, I know because of the, the icy weather conditions in Dallas that, uh, you know, the Detroit Pistons have been stuck there uh, at least until today, and there's been some concerns about whether the Pelicans were going to be able to fly in, um, you know, from Denver. They played in Denver Tuesday night. Uh, there's been some concerns about them flying in due to the weather too. But uh, our guy Mark Stein yesterday, Wednesday, reported that the Pelicans have gotten clearance uh, to fly directly to Dallas and not to another location and have to, you know, get on a bus and come. So as of right now, it is early Thursday morning. Uh, It looks like, you know, that game is going to carry on as as scheduled. So uh, assuming it does, you know, I mentioned it on the last pod, this is a must-win game for the Mavs. Uh, it's not going to be easy because the Pelicans have lost nine in a row. Uh, they came out strong in that Denver game on Tuesday, but they just ran out of gas at the end. And, uh, you know, the Pelicans always seem to play the Mavs pretty hard. So uh, they'll be looking to end that nine-game losing streak in American Airlines Center, but uh, the Mavs, they've, they've got to step up and keep that from happening because uh, the West standings are really tight. Uh, it fluctuates every single day. 
Uh, and I just have, you know, I glanced at it this morning based on every, well, let me, let me do this. Let's go through the games that happened uh, on the NBA slate on Wednesday night, and then I will give you the updated standings as a result of those games. So um, the, the Philadelphia 76ers, 76ers uh, beat the Orlando Magic 105-94. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies lost to the Portland Trailblazers. The Grizzlies have lost like seven of their last eight games or, or something like that. Six of their last seven, maybe. Uh, so they're, they're kind of spiraling. They had enough wins stacked up to where they're still second in the West, but you know, there's, there's something going on with the Grizzlies right now. They're in a really, really weird funk that they can't seem to, to snap out of. Uh, the Boston Celtics completely annihilated the Brooklyn Nets 139-96. to uh, The Houston Rockets upset the OKC Thunder 112-106. to It was the Rockets' 13th win of the year. Really bad loss for OKC, who is you know, trying to at least make the play-in this year and, uh, and not be a lottery team. They want, they want to make it to the playoffs, and they've got a – Superstar player in Shea Julius Alexander that you know he 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 could give them a a chance at winning winning a playoff series if they got there. But um, <clears throat> the Golden State Warriors blew a fourth quarter lead to the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves and lost one nineteen to one fourteen. Um, so that was that was an interesting one. That, that's two teams that are really close in the standings, and uh, that was a big game for both of them. And uh, the the Timberwolves end up coming out on top. And then the Sacramento Kings take care of business against the Spurs, one nineteen to one hundred nine. Utah Jazz beat the Raptors one thirty one to one twenty eight. Uh, a lot of speculation around you know the Raptors potentially blowing things up. Uh, with each loss, that seems like it gets <laughs> seems like it gets even more and more relevant. So we'll see what they do at twenty three and thirty on the year, and less than a week before the trade deadline. And then the final game of the night, because the Wizards and Pistons game got postponed due to weather. Uh, the final game of the night was the. Atlanta Hawks defeating the Phoenix Suns 132 to 100. Uh, so they just completely, completely annihilated the, the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker, according to Woj, uh, is expected to return or could return as soon as next Tuesday. So the Suns are about to be healthier and probably going to start winning more games than they have. Uh, and so, you know, that that's a team that's going to be on the Mavs tail you know the rest of this the rest of this 30 game slate of the season uh okay so that was all the action that happened on wednesday night as a result of that your your new nba standings are in the west at least the mavs find themselves back at fifth miraculously <laughs> after going four and eight in their last 12 games the mavs are still somehow find themselves at fifth in the West. It's crazy. Uh, so yeah, Nuggets are still first. Grizzlies are still second. Kings are still third. None of that has changed. The Clippers are at fourth. 
The Mavs are now at fifth. And then uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves are right behind them at six. And then you have Golden State seventh, Suns eighth, Jazz ninth, and Pelicans tenth. Uh, and then you have the Portland Trailblazers at 11th, just a half game behind the Pelicans. And uh, then you got OKC and the Lakers fighting for playing spot too. So the West is crazy. There, that's pretty. You have 15 teams in the conference, and you know 13 of those 15 teams have a legit have a legitimate chance, you know, of making the playoffs. <laughs> so, I guess this is what the uh, the NBA had in mind when they implemented the the play in tournament because it has definitely kept things you know super competitive and um, you know it's kept the door open for a lot of. A lot of teams. Maybe they did it specifically for LeBron because the Lakers are 13th, and maybe they knew that <laughs> that his Lakers teams were not going to be very good at the the end of his career. So this is a way to, you know, to appease LeBron and keep him uh, keep him happy. You know, because the, the official account after that blown missed call when the Lakers lost to the Celtics the other night, they tweeted out about how they were going to have restless nights and. You know, they were just so, so sorry about that missed call and making a big apology. So, I mean, you can't blame me for thinking that maybe the play-in tournament was, was done for LeBron. <laughs> uh, but, <clears throat> so, after everything that has gone haywire for the Mavs this season, they still find themselves at fifth in the West, and they're only a game behind the Clippers for fourth. Uh, they're only three games behind the Kings uh, for third. If you really want to start looking forward, you know, really ahead, I mean, I, I wouldn't do so just because there's only 30 games left, and, you know, I don't think the Grizzlies are going to continue to struggle as heavily the way they have. But if they do, I mean, you're only five and a half games behind the Memphis Grizzlies, and you still have to play them. Uh, a handful of times, so who knows? I mean, maybe maybe the Mavs can do something and make another run uh, here in the last 30 games and get to the top of the, the Western Conference, but it really doesn't matter where they end up. It's going to be a really hard first-round series against pretty much whoever they, they play because the West is just there, – there's that much parity in the West this year. Uh, if the playoffs started today – we would have a Mavs versus Clippers round three, which I tweeted out last night, and a lot of people were just kind of like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want that or not. Look, I mean, I, there's other favorable matchups for the Mavs. I would personally be open to a, a Mavs-Clippers matchup. I think it's kind of like, you know, and I'm not saying that the, the Clippers are anywhere near what the bad boy Pistons were back in the day, but – just to have a similar comparison to, you know, guys conquering certain teams. You know, Michael Jordan, he used to always get whipped by the uh, bad boy Pistons. And, you know, he finally got over that hurdle and it propelled him to, you know, winning his first championship. And uh, we know the rest is history. He ends up with six titles, never lost. 
all that stuff. So, again, I'm not saying that the Clippers are the bad boy Pistons. I'm just saying they might be Luka's bad boy Pistons. It's a team that he has lost to in the playoffs twice. They were both really close series. One uh, one of them they were up 3-2, and they just couldn't finish it off. And then the first one they lost uh, in six games. And, you know, KP, that was a series where he tore his meniscus and was out uh, from game three on. So there's a lot of stuff that's gone down that, that's kept the – the Mavs from from winning a series against the Clippers, but I think uh, I think Luca would be pretty determined to get get that done uh, the third time around. So I would be open to it. There are other teams I would rather the Mavs play in the playoffs, but uh, you know I would I would I would welcome a third matchup with the Clippers because uh, the way they're playing right now, it's kind of like with the Suns last year. You figure whoever the Mavs end up playing in the first round, they're going to end up having to play this team, you know, at some point in the in the Western Conference standing. So I think that's going to be the case this year if the Clippers stay healthy. It's like whether you play them in the first round, second round, or Western Conference Finals, uh, I feel like you're going to have to eventually go through the Clippers at some point if they're playing the way they've been playing. So. All right, before we take off here, I want to just kind of go over some stuff uh, from DallasBasketball.com just to keep you all in the in the loop here. Uh, so we, first things first, we have our NBA uh, trade rumor tracker. Uh, anything that pops up that we see trade rumor related, whether it's, you know, related to the Mavs or not, we're putting it up on this trade tracker because you never know when something can happen with, you know, other teams and it can eventually make its way to affecting the Mavs. Like maybe, maybe the Mavs, you know, uh, maybe the Mavs and the Utah Jazz have been discussing Dorian Finney-Smith packages and stuff like that. Well, you know, if the Jazz end up making a trade with the Hawks for John Collins, for example, then, you know, maybe that changes their plans and it steers the Mavs in another direction. So uh, we keep up with most of that stuff. Uh, Anything we see, we're throwing it up on that tracker. Uh, Be sure to go check it out. The latest one has to do with uh, the Golden State Warriors and Sacramento Kings being interested in uh, 76ers guard Matisse Thibel. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as J.J. does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, which, you know, I don't think he moves the needle much. Anyway, he's like a he's like a poor man's Josh Green at this point. Um, but, you know, those two teams are interested in Thibel. Uh There were rumors over the summer that the Mavs might have been interested in Thibel, but I think that was before – uh, Josh Green took off the way he did in his third season and has made such a big impact. So they really don't have a need for him anymore. Uh, and then the other thing on the on the trade rumor tracker is uh, the Athletic reported that basically half the league is trying to get Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Hawks. Uh, and there's been you know a lot of trade chatter about John Collins and. Uh, his his value has shrunk uh, significantly lately. So I got to looking at that, and I was thinking, like, man, you know, the Mavs the Mavs could really use <laughs> Bogdan Bogdanovich. You know, he's he's like three years younger than the other Bogdanovich uh, in Detroit. Uh, he can handle the ball. He can shoot the ball. Uh, you know, I, we already know he's he's friends with Luca. And then, you know, you've had the smoke between the Mavs and the Hawks in regards to John Collins in the past as well, although, it you know, it doesn't make much sense for them now unless they end up trading, you know, uh, Christian Wood and they're okay committing to the rest of Collins' pretty large contract for the next three years, I believe, after this year. So... I don't know. I mean, I just I look at situations like that and I think, man, you know, the Mavs could potentially use both of these players if the right package, you know, if you send them send the right package back to Atlanta. Uh so that's one thing I'm I'm kind of keeping my eye on there uh, cuz I could see I could see a handful of different trade packages between the Mavs and Hawks making sense for both teams. Uh so maybe they'll get together and do some business for the first time since the the 2018 NBA draft. Uh, All right, let's see here. One more little tidbit of information. It's not not trade-related, but uh, Mark Stein, his latest newsletter. And by the way, guys, if if y'all aren't subscribed to his newsletter, uh, definitely go do so. Stein's my guy. He, uh, you know, he, he put some really good stuff out there. Uh, but go go follow the Stein line, subscribe to it. He'll send you all of these email updates uh, every time he, he puts something out. So good stuff. Go do it. Uh, it's great. <clears throat> but anyway, his latest uh, newsletter, one a little tidbit of information, and I'm going to quote him here on this. Uh, 
uh, Stein writes that Christian Wood's fracture on his non-shooting hand was initially expected to sideline him for one week. League sources now say Dallas's Wood, who Thursday will miss his seventh consecutive game due to the injury, is unlikely to play before next week at the earliest. So, you know, basically <laughs> basically he's not going to play before the trade, trade deadline. Curious timing. Uh, not saying he's not injured. I'm just saying I could see, you know, both sides just being extra cautious given the, the timing of the injury. Uh, Stein continued and said that the Mavericks have opened contract extension talks with Wood, but sources say those talks remain in the preliminary stages. Although Dallas has until the end of June to hash out an extension with Wood, keeping him on the roster beyond the trade deadline does expose the Mavericks to potentially losing him without compensation should Wood elect to be an unrestricted free agent on June 30th. So, uh, essentially what Stein is saying is that, you know, they're going to risk having another Jalen Brunson situation uh, like we've been talking about many times in the past if they don't hammer out an extension with with Seawood. So, uh, let's hope that they do get an extension worked out because even if you don't think Wood is the, the perfect player or is capable of being a number two or anything like that, the fact of the matter is he is a good player. He is a he, he's an extremely e- efficient offensive player. He is great in the pick and roll. He can hit threes. He's shown the ability to be able to protect the rim when he's fully engaged. And most importantly of all, he's an excellent fit with Luka Doncic. He is a seamless fit with Luka. And Luka seems to like him. Uh, you know, he's able to, if Luka gets mad and, or if if Luka gets real competitive and, you know, gives certain instructions and or yelling as, as he puts it, you know, Wood, it doesn't phase him at all because he just wants to win too. <clears throat> it's a good pairing. And the Mavs can't afford to keep letting talent walk out the door with no compensation whatsoever. So uh, you've got less than a week, Mavs. You need to either find a way to extend Seawood or you need to, you know, start looking at trades to, to get something back for him because you, you cannot lose another talent of, of that level for nothing. It's just it would be dumb given the, the lack of overall assets that the team has at this moment. So uh, kind of got off on a soapbox there. But anyway, uh, guys, again, go check out DallasBasketball.com. Check out that trade rumor tracker. Uh, you can go through there. It's it's like endless. It goes all the way back to, you know, the 1st of January uh, with all the little tidbits of rumors and speculation that has come out. Uh, we got a good good pieces by everybody up right now. Grant Afseth, he did a ton of work on Wednesday. Uh, he's got one out. It's a aggregation piece about – uh, an interview Dorian Finney-Smith did with Dallas Morning News where he basically said that it was a good thing that he's in trade rumors and said he is unfazed by it because, you know, that just kind of shows how good he has become uh, so far in his career. Uh, there's a piece from – a fun piece by my guy Michael Mulford uh, about the Pistons being stuck in Dallas and, you know, how the Mavs could take advantage of that with <laughs> with Boyan Bogdanovich. And, you know, they should definitely not tamper 
Luca should definitely not have Boyan over for dinner and, you know, play with his dogs and, uh, you know, all that stuff. They definitely should not do that while the Pistons are stuck in Dallas, you know. Uh, just all, only legal stuff, you know, because, you know, the Knicks, they're, they're allowed to do that kind of stuff, and that's legal, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Another piece that, that Grant did, it was Jamal Crawford went on a podcast and claimed that there was some hypocrisy with how people praise Luca, but didn't give James Harden his love, which is kind of stupid because, one, Luca is better than James Harden, right, you know, especially on his trajectory, but also he's just, he's just better than James Harden. Luca is 23 years old, and, you know, pretty much the only thing that he needs to do to to – squash this narrative that you know James Harden is better is win an MVP I just you know he does more than James Harden James Harden was you know an incredible scorer he won an MVP and that's another thing too how did James Harden not get his love when he won the league MVP <laughs> one league MVP he's a six-time all-NBA player at I think he's like 32 now I think Luca has, you know, it's going to be his fourth All NBA appearance, and he'll be 24. So, I mean, there's just it's just a silly comparison to me. The only thing you can compare with those two is their step back three. I mean, that's that's pretty much it for me. Uh, you know, James Harden was more of a foul merchant than uh, than what Luca was. You know. Hey, that's that's just how it is. I mean, Luca actually gets fouled on a lot of these. I'm not saying he doesn't flop sometimes, but it's not near what we saw with James Harden. So, uh, go give that one a read. It was really good. Uh, there's one about Luca saying he wasn't scared, or I ain't scared is the exact phrase he gave uh, about trash talking uh, the Pistons. We got a good piece up on that. Uh, if you want to listen to the last pod I did, I talked about the Toronto Raptors situation and, you know, why I think, although it is kind of a pipe dream type scenario, uh, adding Pascal Siakam as Luca's co-star would be ideal for the Mavs. Um, our guy, Mike Fisher, he wrote a good piece on the Mavs and Jalen Brunson, the three goof-ups that freed him to the Knicks, uh, because it seems like everybody... Uh, there's some people in, in Mavs media that just think that the Mavs had no control over the situation whatsoever, and that's just not true. It's not true. They had multiple opportunities to keep Brunson, and they just completely bungled the whole situation. It's so bad. Uh, you know, some people say, well, it's over, let it go. I'm not letting it go. I have to watch, you know, I watch NBA games all the time, and you know, when I have when I'm watching the Knicks play, I just, I'm just thinking to myself, man, uh, the Mavs would be the first seed in the West if they still had, you know, if they kept this guy, because they could have kept him, and still had Christian Wood, you know, in the same roster that went to the Western Conference Finals last year, and have less strain on everybody else in the pecking order. So. Oh, it's frustrating. But anyway, uh, we also have a – there's a piece up about Kevin Garnett saying that Luka has figured out the league. And I know a lot of Mavs fans aren't fans of Kevin Garnett, but he picked Luka for MVP this year. So that's that's something I thought was pretty cool. Uh, 
the they announced the Rising Stars Challenge at All Star Weekend, and Mavs rookie Jaden Hardy missed the cut. Not really surprising, but uh, there's there's a few guys that are on that list that you could see Hardy potentially being better than uh, down the line. And, you know, we got a lot of other stuff, too. You know, the Mavs recently signed Chris Silva to a 10-day contract, high-energy guy. Probably isn't going to move the needle much for him, but, you know, while Maxie and Wood are out, uh, he might have a chance to get in there and, you know, prove his worth, so to speak. And who knows? I mean, if he plays well and has high energy and everything, maybe uh, maybe the Mavs keep him for the rest of the season. But uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg, y'all. There is You keep scrolling down this homepage on DallasBasketball.com, there is just an overload of information. Uh, just scroll through there and see if there's anything that piques your interest because we kind of got it covered from all angles over here. So... Guys, appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your Thursday. Be safe out there. I know the roads are icy. Uh, I know it's super cold and everything. So uh, just be be really careful. And uh, if you do, especially if you're going to end up going to the game tonight. Uh, but if not, you know, stay home. Be safe. Enjoy the game. Hopefully the Mavs get a big win. Hopefully there's no delays or anything like that. But uh, be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on all your favorite platforms. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for a chance to win future giveaways. Uh, go to my pin tweet at Dalton underscore Trig uh, to see our latest giveaway. It's a Luka Doncic Metroplex City Edition jersey that we'll, we'll be giving out during All-Star Weekend. Uh, and that'll do it, guys. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.